The real estate market is booming. Whether you look in the suburbs or the city, Chicago continues to expand, creating incredible opportunities for those in the know. We'll connect with Chicago's real estate moguls to bring you the wisdom and expertise to help make your next real estate move a lucrative one on the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. How are you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Brandon Blankenship, real estate broker with Keller Williams Premier Properties. Brandon, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Tony. Super excited to be on the show. Oh, likewise, likewise. Uh, well, let's get into it, man. Young guy, you know, dressed sharp and, 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 and finding a lot of success early on in real estate. Tell me about where you're from originally and how you got into the business. Yeah, so um, born and raised, uh, well, raised my whole life in Glen Allen, which is about 35 minutes west of the greatest city in the world, aka <laughs> Chicago. Um, Love that. Kind of just fell into real estate, you know, graduated college in uh, fall of 2018, and I was like, I had no girlfriend, wife, or kids, so um, moved out to California just on a limb. Uh, my aunt lived out there and uh, lived with her, and I got a full-time job for a, for, a great, for a good company in downtown Pasadena, and I was like, I'm 22. Can't do this right now, so I quit in like two days, and then um, yeah, <laughs> it took two days. And you, two you two knew days. You didn't I, want to do I was at a desk, and I was like, wow. I, I just can't. And then, um, you know, I, I picked up a few gigs. I worked at the Rolls was an event coordinator, and then I worked at a gym in the downtown area that I lived in. And then uh, I had a really close family friend that's a real estate broker out in California. He told me one day, just get your real estate license. Long story short. You know, did real estate for a few months out in Cali. Um, COVID hit really hard, and then uh, saw all my high school friends start buying houses. And then um, kind of just took a really long vacation in California, and then I uh, moved back, went full in in January 2021, and real estate here in Illinois. That's cool. Yeah. What, 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 for the, I mean, I can see what the draw is to go to California, being mm -hmm. from the Midwest, right? Mm -hmm. But what was it about being there that you're like, nah, I'm going to go back home? I just saw a lot of opportunity. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, California was cool. I mean, I'm some of like the greatest friends that I have. You know, I still talk to them to this day. And then um, I just saw a huge opportunity. You know, like I said, a lot of like my high school buyers were buying homes. Um, there wasn't anyone doing what people were doing in California in terms of building you know, communities building real estate brands mm. in California compared to Illinois. And really? I just saw like, I was just like, okay, I, I need to do this. That's cool. Yeah. So, so take me through those steps. You move back and then, you know, uh, you, you, well, you were licensed at that point, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, finding where you're at now, where you hung your license. What was that process for you of selecting the agency that you were, what were you looking for mm -hmm. and what drew you to, uh, you know, to specifically to Keller Williams, but premier properties as well? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I interviewed at like four brokerages. Um, the crazy thing is that when I did a lot of these um, emails and everything to all these managing brokers and stuff like that, when I when I emailed the managing broker at Keller Williams, I told her where I lived, what, where I was from, and everything like that, and she knew exactly where my house was because we live in the same neighborhood oh, and we kind of cool. run the same circles. And I was going to go to another brokerage and I asked for you know certain perks and they didn't give it to me and I just ended up at Keller Williams. And then uh, the rest was kind of history. It's been an incredible almost two years now. I still remember last year I did around, I only did three transactions in my first six months of the business. And I was like, okay, is it, is it time to look for plan B? And then all of a sudden it just kind of blew up and I finished the year with like another 18 transactions. Holy smokes. The, year. Yeah. the next six months? The next six months. Wow. What, yeah. what, what do you attribute? I mean, was, were you doing anything different? Or it was just a matter of timing that waiting for those things to hit? Um, I think it was a mixture of timing, just, um, you know, just really just like loving on my people, I would say. Um, I think the big thing for me was just, um, you know, 
I want it now. And uh, in this business, I need a lot more patience, you know, going through it and everything like that. And it was just me, you know, in those first six months, just playing a ton of seeds with, you know, the people that already know me, love me and trust me kind of thing. And then, you know, making that web so much bigger and everything like that. And then it all kind of just hit, you know, I just started, you know, building a track record. Um, you know, people started seeing my name more and then my brand just started like building bigger and bigger. So that's very, very cool. Yeah. Now, given that uh, this newer approach, right, mm-hmm. one of the things that we had talked about was the the, the contrast to some of the, the more seasoned yeah. uh, realtors, right? Uh-huh. Where did you find that? And, and, and also just to bring up um, the job that you'd quit, even though it had been mm-hmm. the two days, it was a marketing job, right? Yeah. So was your, was your degree in marketing? My degree was actually in sports management. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. So very, very different. Super but, different. But, but, in, but in a sense, I'm sure those, those business skills and, and you know, negotiation For and sure. things like that, um, now you're doing like uh, buyer and seller management, right? Right. <laughs> Instead of the, the, the athlete. So yeah, just take me to that, that, that kind of where you saw, mm-hmm. hey, this is maybe an antiquated approach or this is how I can bring this fresh approach or mm-hmm. here's where my expertise is that seems to have differed a little bit from what you saw in the industry. Just what have you done that you found success in that maybe people who, like I said, in, in the industry a little longer have mm-hmm. not yet adopted? Yeah, I would say like social media is huge. Like we were talking to I mean, you know, I took, I saw a lot of these big time brokers in California having these amazing brands that, you know, that just built trust with people that didn't even know them yet and just knew them from a digital platform. So, I mean, the approach that I took is that no one was doing listing videos and no one was shooting content in just in terms of, you know, educating their people, you know, really truly being an advocate and advisor for their people. And, you know, I just did listing videos that um, just made it fun. You know, at the end of the day, a lot of these people's houses that were, you know, earned the opportunity to help them sell, they lived in it for like 10 to 20 years. So there were a lot of memories in there. So just being able to create like a video that kind of, you know, made it viral, made it, you know, made their hearts feel super warm. It was just something that just kind of catapulted me because, you know, they love the video, they shared it on their social medias. And I love it because if I didn't really know that person on social media yet, but, you know, they had 500 friends and they post that video. I mean, that's 499 opportunities that, potentially see my name and I can earn that referral and earn that business. So I just saw that as that, you know, one piece of content can spread to the masses. I mean, it's very, very true. And like, I guess the the thing I hear most often, Mm -hmm. especially in real estate, is even though people know they need to do it, there's still this apprehension because Mm -hmm. just doing it is tough, right? Mm -hmm. Did you have a sense of that? Or for you, it was just like, hey, there's something I got to do and it's it's part of what our culture is. So, you know, I'm not going to dwell too much on it. Out of being perfect or, right. or judging myself, right? right? Because that can that can hinder you from even trying. For sure, yeah. I think um, you know in this business, um, you know, like we talked about, like you know, there's a lot of older agents in this in this in this business and everything like that. And you know, they're been the business, they're vets in the game, 10, 10 to twenty years plus, and you know, they have their own old ways. But I mean, I'm a firm believer is that when everyone's doing something, it's that time to pivot. So no one was doing video, so I had to do video. And something that I like to do too is that I like to look at other industries that, um, you know, whether it be YouTube, like YouTube influencers, um, anything in the cooking space, just any field and seeing what they're doing and seeing how I can use that approach into my real estate business just to be different from everyone or be first. So I think, you know, you just got to fail forward um, and just, um, you know, just understand that you're going to fail, but 
you just have to fail fast, <laughs> and then you know it just gets better over time. And then learning lessons, right, as you mm-hmm, go through for that. For sure. And so that, that's content, right? And content is content, and there is a, a new school of thought behind it because it, it is a newer technology, mm-hmm. um, and in just in terms of even humans, right? For sure. But relationships aren't, right? And that's mm-hmm. something that for as long as we've been around, we've had to understand that. How do you approach both this kind of... It, quick and you know uh, ex- expansive in the sense of reaching a broader audience like you said but also still wanting to to be this intentional and relationship based mm-hmm. uh, broker yeah take me through what you kind of approach building meaningful mm-hmm. relationships offline yeah so i mean offline i think um social media is kind of just a layup for just any industry and profession and everything like that i mean my whole business is just based off from you know the people that already know me kind of thing and social media has made me you know given me the opportunity to kind of connect with all these people that are already in my circle that i haven't had conversations with in the past like five to ten years so my way of taking it from online to offline is pretty simple i mean i just reach out to people i mean you know, we're in this business of marketing and everything like that. So we're more than happy to put ourselves out in the open. But for just a normal consumer and just a normal person, they are usually shy and posting something online on whether it be their story or just on anything in general. So just being able to show them love and show them that, hey, I'm watching. I like what you're doing. Like, keep doing it and show them love. It kind of goes a long way. And then I kind of just segue into like, hey, are you working from home? Blah, blah, blah. They say, yeah. It's like, okay, they have flexibility. So, hey, do you want to grab lunch one day? And just kind of just break bread, you know, just really understand them, you know, ask about their family, their occupation, and kind of their recreation and dreams. And then, um, you know, at the end of business just kind of comes from it. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and that's a very natural consequence of doing it that way. Mm-hmm. Now, as, as I've kind of, you know, come up and you know, see, I'm a little older than you, right? Yeah. But, but that... I, I, that we didn't have, at least from my perspective, this place where, where, where social media provides um, communities, right, mm-hmm. and ways to kind of gravitate towards uh, the way you think and the way you feel about things mm-hmm. with, with like-minded individuals. Whereas for you, it's this, this sense of mindset, right, mm-hmm. and surrounding yourself with uh, that those entrepreneurs. Right. And, and, you know, talk to me a little bit about that just in terms of how you built that community, you know, who and what you connect with outside of just real estate, right. but that help you develop you know, that sense of, um, yeah, entrepreneurship, I guess, more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say it kind of just goes, it roots back to, like, when I was growing up. I mean, elementary school, I still remember selling, you know, the little rubber <laughs> bands, the animal rubber bands on your wrist and, like, yeah, different yeah. erasers. And then all through high school, I was kind of, like, flipping Jordans on Facebook and everything like that. <laughs> so I've always just kind of had, like, random communities that I've been a part of other than real estate. And, um, you know, just with building a brand on social media and everything like that, you kind of just attract, like, different people. And then it's like, you know, people that are always like sliding my DMs, kind of my stories. I never just like the message or anything. I always engage because obviously they, you know, respond to my stories for a certain reason. And I kind of just get invited to things. Um, You know, I try to, you know, have three different buckets, um, not just real estate. You know, I love sports. I love going out for drinks and I love my nephews. So (laughs) there's a lot of different avenues that like people can like relate to other than the real estate portion. And then, you know, the real estate is just a byproduct. And I mean, that's how I make my living. So. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, how do you balance that with what you see in terms of this hus- hustle culture, right? It sounds yeah. like you're prioritizing your nephews and doing right. that, right? But also that 
yeah, just the the priority for mm-hmm. you in terms of development, so that you don't get to a point where you're you're burnt out, right? right. But still have that ambition to, right? I mean, dream big. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the beginning of the year, the market was crazy, and it was kind of like twenty four seven hustler. And I mean, you know, just like you, I mean, that's kind of how it is. It's just loving the grind and everything like that. But now, just going, you know, to it, you know, being still young and twenty six and everything, I'm not right going to have like twenty or thirty years working years left. Yep. And, uh, you know, I can't burn myself out, but it's just more attaching, like, the purpose of why I work to a, to a why and what motivates me every day. And that's kind of just, like, for my family, as cliche as it is, but, um, you know, just making an industry the be- a better place and, um, you know, just influencing the people that are going to get into this business at my age. But those people that are going to come into the business within five and ten years, they're in high school and everything like that, and they're born into the social media age. So maybe they're already watching me, they're watching your content, or they're just watching you know other people, and they're getting inspired and motivated because they're saying, hey, if he or she can do it, then why can't I? For sure. And what, and what about for you? Who are those people that you follow, listen, you know, listen to, or mm-hmm. um, you know, really take advice from, whether it be in person or whether it be you know, people that you know in real life, or yeah. uh, or those that you follow on? For sure. On, on I mean, platform. people that I've like never met ever in my life that just motivate me and what they do because they're different. They're, you know, super just, just them. And, um, it was very authentic is, um, there's this guy in orange County named Kibion, um, runs an incredible real estate business. I take all, I take a lot of stuff from him. He just, you know, is just an awesome person. First and foremost, he's just an awesome family man and just, um, creates killer content and, and just changes the game. And then over here, I would say, you know, there's a lot of mentors of mine that, you know, I look, really look up to on the social media space from, you know, my managing broker, Cindy Windler out in Keller Williams for properties, Tommy Choi, and just a lot of people that, you know, I wrap myself and, you know, look up to as just, you know, not just an older brother, but mentor as in Jordan Pyle out here in the city of Chicago. And then, um, you know, I just take little, little it's and pieces from other agents, other brokers, and, um, you know, it just inspires me to do more. That's great. Yeah, and good names in there too. Um, I have to check out the the one you first mentioned. But you have to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and so how does that kind of shape for you? Where it's you know seem to be very intentional about wanting to help others, and mm-hmm. and you even mentioned you know other young you know new brokers. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people when they get into this, they they go about their business. They they you know become the best brokers they can mm-hmm. be. And it isn't until something happens, some epiphany or some you know mm-hmm. change of, of of life that uh, they decide I want to help others or I want right. to coach others. What is it about kind of recognizing that from the very beginning and, and building almost this 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 journey that right. you can take people along with? Like, where do you see that um, in others that inspired you to want to do this from the very beginning? Right. Yeah. I would say um, the reason for me being passionate about just like you know, paying it forward and, you know, helping others at my position or just jumping into the business is because when I first jumped in, you know, there's a lot of agents that did never had to give me the time of day because they were all these great producers and they were doing X, Y, and Z already. But, you know, they sang coffee shops with me, jumped on Zoom calls and sat down with me for two hours. And then, you know, I kind of see the failure rate of the real estate industry being, you know, in the first two years, 87% of brokers kind of just drop out of the business. And, you know, this this business has opened so many doors for me and given me so many opportunities at, at such a young age that, you know, I just want to pay it forward. And, you know, while, you know, it all, all kind of comes full circle, um, I just get fulfillment when I get to succeed through others and um, just seeing other people be great. 
That's awesome. That's yeah. really awesome. And, and as far as what you're building towards or the mm-hmm. future, when you think about uh, whether it be investing or uh, uh, you know teams and developing mm-hmm. that, what does that look like for you, your brand, uh, as you start to you know grow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I always I always think big. You know, I'm very optimistic and everything. I always like think five years and and walk my way backwards. Five years from now, I'll be like 31, still young. And then uh, hopefully married and everything like that. But uh, you know, just right up, you know, having having a nice team that um, defeats the status quo and just doing different from what's traditionally um, looked upon as a real estate team, and just yeah. uh, you know, just dominating our local market, being the broker of choice, um, building a big community in terms of hey, we just don't sell real estate, but we're your key to what's like living plain and everything else in between here in the Chicagoland area. And just growing that huge brand that, you know, people that are working with me love to be a part of and me just, you know, promote like supporting their goals and, you know, just keep making my vision even bigger so they can fit their visions inside my vision. And we can just all support each other. That's great. Yeah. Now, when you when you think about that and, and, and the current Mm-hmm. kind of market that we're in and mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh i don't want to say uncertainty but yeah. just people are afraid for what they're afraid of right they're mm-hmm. always going to be something um uh, how do you overcome some of those challenges how, how are you anticipating you know marketing yourself especially mm-hmm. now that it's going into the winter months slower you know right. that, all that yeah just take me through the strategy behind how you stay top of mind and yep. you know so hopefully this this thing goes away soon yeah we're right, right. Back, we're back you know where we were before yeah yeah i mean um you know i think right now there's um i mean social media influences and the news influences so much i don't even watch the news but you yeah, know you see one it. headline no one reads the article. They just read the headline. The headline right. can say something awful. But, I mean, there's a lot of negativity out there and even the broker space. And I just, you know, if everyone's doing it, worrying, I got to flip the mindset and say, hey, there's a lot of opportunity out there. And there's going to be a lot of people that need help and need to be educated. And, you know, I'm the best person to do that. And I just kind of have that mindset going forward. And it's just, you know, a big thing about, you know, at the end of the day, I just want to create relationships with people. They never have to do a deal with me, but maybe they refer me, you know, five to 10 people over the next three months. And it's just me just loving on my people more, hosting more events for my people, you know, being that fiduciary to them and educating on them. Hey, this is what's happening in the market. Here are your options. What works best for you and your loved ones going forward? And just really, you know, understanding, really listening to them and figuring out what their ultimate goals are and being, you know, strong enough to say like hey i know you want to do this but it's definitely not the time for you right now for sure and and, and as you mentioned that with the things that the headlines that they're you know mm-hmm. the, the clickbait and everything else that uh how much of that are you having to overcome in terms of your conversations like the misinformation and just mm-hmm. these these false you know expectations of, mm-hmm. of real estate yeah i mean all the time i mean <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll get calls i'll get calls and texts from my buddies all the time and they're just saying like hey like i saw the rates here hey the market's crashing right now or hey like my buddy says that all everything's going to just crash right now and i'm just like well your your, your buddy's the type of guy that is says the market's going to crash they're going to invest when the market's going to crash, but they'll never invest if it hypothetically does crash. Right, right. So right. I, I would say it's just um, you got to know what's happening now and then kind of look back and what's happened before, whether it be 20 or 40 years, and kind of look at trends and kind of, you know, see what's happening. I mean, in 08 to 11, it's a lot with the mortgages and everything. I mean, anyone could get a mortgage back then, but now, you know, we're seeing rates are high and prices haven't hypothetically dropped yet. It's more of an affordability issue and the government kind of just trying to calm everything down with inflation, trying to stop people from spending money. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, 
who knows what's going to happen. I mean, people are going to believe what they want to believe at the end of the day, but it's it's my duty to kind of just like jump in between that and kind of just educate them like, hey, this is actually what's happening because this is a hyper-local um, and not a nationwide thing. Yeah, no, very, very true and all good points. And mm-hmm. yeah, very well said. I, I think it's uh, it's important to recognize that. And, you know, and, and as you're out there, listening to what the questions are and right. Right, i'm sure that you will formulate your strategy behind marketing and mm-hmm. all that but it's at least good that they're calling you about it instead right, of sure. just you know making assumptions <laughs> right? so that's awesome but 100%. no uh, on that i want to thank you for just coming in sharing your story being a part of this community and excited for all those things that you have going on appreciate it thanks for having me this is awesome